welcome to Be The Embodiment Podcast, a space for the emerging businesswoman ready to reclaim her power and unapologetically step into her full embodiment. I am your host, Danielle, a business mentor helping women to embody their purpose and structure their business for success. Each week, women will share their experiences, knowledge and insights, opening up about their journey of business and life. If you are looking for real conversations that make an impact, you are in the right place. Welcome back to Be The Embodiment Podcast. We have another juicy episode for you this week. I am joined by Louisa Ferrario. Louisa is a growth mindset and business coach, an international speaker, published author, and has founded 10 plus businesses globally so far and has 25 plus years experience in entrepreneurship. So it's fair to say she comes with a wealth of knowledge and I am so excited to have her here. Louisa empowers service-based women entrepreneurs to activate thriving businesses so they can make the money they desire and impact millions. I won't talk too much into what you do because I'd love to hear it from you. So welcome. It's so wonderful to have you here, Louisa. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. So you were born in Italy and you live in Europe. I do, yeah. I say that I live in Europe because uh, I actually reside in Cyprus. That is the third uh, biggest island in the Mediterranean Sea. It is in the south uh, east, close to the Middle East, just under Turkey. And um, but uh, uh, I spend uh, some time in in Italy. I spend some time uh, in Germany, where my daughter lives, uh, and so. I actually am actually not always in Cyprus, so Europe uh, is uh, more, uh, how can I say, um, uh, exact place to to think about where I am, yeah. (laughs) Amazing. I'm very excited about that, you know, selfishly, because Europe is my dream travel destination, and so now I can ask you all of the best places to visit and all of the... Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, yes. absolutely. I have also uh, I've also lived uh, in Vienna in Austria. That is an amazing place. I have lived in Poland. Uh, so yes, in case you need uh, any kind of tip, uh, I have traveled across Europe and lived uh, in many countries. So I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> Just ask. <laughs> and talking about your daughter, I um, found it funny. I was reading your bio, and you know, you mentioned in there that she p- proudly states that she grew up on bread and leadership. I love that. (laughs) Exactly. So to start off with, I'd love for you to share a little bit about you and your journey and how you've built yourself to this point. Yeah. Okay. So thank you for this question, because I think it is a very good starting point to uh, convey a powerful message uh, that is that uh, if I have been able to do come where I am, everyone else can. <laughs> Basically, that's uh, the end of the story at the beginning of the story. Um, I come from a household uh, where uh, it was tough. Uh, we had a lot of difficulties with our parents. Uh, when I say we, um, I mean my sister and I. And uh, um, we had to deal with uh, uh, a, a abuse, uh, we had to deal with gaslighting, we had to deal uh, with uh, uh, different kind of uh, uh, mental illnesses and uh, uh, alcoholism. Uh, so um, 
dependencies. Um, so we we had to uh, to find ways to protect ourselves because when you are so little, you do not have you know the power to strategize. You do not have the tools to, to ask for help. And uh, now I am fifty four years old, so now there are a lot of associations that you can ask uh, help. And um, they are very well known, even if you are a very uh, little one. Also, you have in the in the school environment, uh, you have a lot of advertisement regarding who you can uh, reach out uh, in order to be protected. But that was not the case uh, back in the days. Um, so uh, fast forward to my adolescence, uh, um, I realized, I soon realized that I, I had to to build my own identity uh, and that was probably the toughest thing that I had to do because uh, I had to choose between uh, myself uh, and my family because uh, unfortunately uh, most of the times uh, you still love your um, uh, perpetrators <laughs> even if you are in a position of a victim and I didn't want to feel a victim anymore yeah. so I started to read books uh, and I luckily found articles. We didn't have uh, internet <laughs> again. <laughs> and so I started reading articles uh, regarding psychology. So I started to understand uh, and to give names to things. Uh, and that helped me so much. And probably also my uh, strong desire to serve people and empower them to find uh, in themselves uh, that strength, uh, the same strength that I found uh, in myself, uh, come exactly from there. Yeah. And I have to say that I, I did very well till uh, uh, my early 30s. Uh, in the meantime, I married uh, and uh, my daughter was born. Uh, so we are at the beginning uh, of, um, we are around 2000, uh, 2002, 2003, something like that. So sort of uh, 20 years ago. And I suddenly realized that uh, all the things that I had accomplished that were a lot. I had a beautiful uh, entrepreneurial uh, experience. Uh, I had an amazing house, uh, houses more than one. I had a beautiful husband. Uh, I had this amazing daughter. So I had the money. So from the outside, everything, you know, was shining. It was amazing. It was uh, aspirational. And uh, and then I found out a couple of truths that literally um, had the power to let everything fall down. So in a matter of weeks, uh, I lost everything, everything. And that was uh, the moment I... I stopped and uh, I asked myself uh, who I really was mm. because what I realized was that I was in, in even if I have been able to build uh, all that abundance it was not just, it was not just an abundance uh, um, from a, a monetary point of view. It was also an abundance uh, of feelings, uh, an abundance of network, uh, of friends, uh, experiences, uh, uh, skills, uh, a lot of things. Uh, but then I realized that uh, I have done 
almost all of those things uh, to comply to kind of, you know, an image that someone, uh, different people, not just one person uh, had of me. And I wanted to feel totally free, literally as if I was in a cage and I wanted to break out uh, and, you know, uh, open a, uh, open the door and um, and feel free to go. And that all was also the moment when I um, separated from my husband. And that was also my rock bottom because uh, for I, I am a queer person. And uh, for that reason, uh, I was risking losing the custody of my daughter. Mm. So this is another thing that I uh, that I have kept uh, um, hidden for a lot of time, uh, and I have I haven't spoke about that uh, for a long time. Uh, I just started speaking about that a few years ago, but I I really want people to know that everything is possible, whatever your your situation is. And uh, um, I am also dyslexic, uh, and uh, I am hypersensitive. I have fibromyalgia, so I also have some physical issues uh, that might have stopped me yeah. from having. Uh, the kind of fulfillment. I do not want to talk about success because, you know, it's just an overused uh, and sometimes also abused word. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the kind of fulfillment uh, that uh, I uh, I knew I could uh, uh, feel, maybe not on a daily basis, because I think that, uh, you know, that kind of uh, soft hype uh, is probably unsustainable mm -hmm. on the 24 7 but this is something that I know um, how to get every time uh, I go uh, out, out you know uh, uh, smaller I, I go on a, on a, on a different path uh, and I derail from the the main uh, the main road so um, I have been in the coaching industry for the past 17 years. And prior to that, uh, I had uh, other 10 years of uh, entrepreneurship. I have been an entrepreneur for 27 years. So the switch for me was that when um, back uh, to my crisis uh, was that I realized that not putting myself first uh, was not helping me. Not putting myself first uh, was not fulfilling uh, also people who were around me, was not uh, uh, putting myself uh, in a place uh, of abundance, uh, whatever it means. Uh, not putting myself first uh, was also giving a bad example to my daughter. And that would be the worst thing for me as a mother and as a human being. Um, so, yeah, I started from there and I, I found... Uh, a mentor and uh, I really made a huge investment that I that I I didn't have the money to 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 do but it was very confident that uh, I felt with all my being that that was exactly the way to go and that uh everything that could help me to uh um, reach my my outcome to uh, to accomplish what i was meant for uh was then coming uh toward me and uh could help me to to get there and that that this is exactly what happened so um yeah uh and today as you mentioned uh, i empower other women uh, mainly service based entrepreneurs uh, usually 
they have already been in business for a couple of years, uh, three years. So they already have, you know, a little bit of experience of what entrepreneurship is. Uh, and I help them uh, in different ways. Uh, I help them uh, with my speeches. Uh, I help them uh, sharing podcasts where I am uh, a guest. <laughs> uh, I help them with my newsletter. I help them with my community on Facebook. Uh, I help them with my digital products, with my one-on-one things. So yeah, I have different ways to to help them. Uh, and uh, and this is what gives me joy. So yeah. Yeah, yeah amazing. First of all, I want to acknowledge you and thank you for your vulnerability. I know that, you know, sometimes when we share our story, it it can be a lot. And so thank you so much yeah. for opening up and sharing that. And I know that there would be so many women out there that would be able to take that story and allow it to inspire them to also make the moves. You know, not only did you move from place of, hardship as a child and built yourself up but then you did it again when you had to rebuild um from you know you mentioned your rock bottom at that moment when you were were in that rock bottom state what was it that I guess was one of the first steps you made to to begin moving your life forward and empowering yourself thank you for this question I surrendered Okay. <laughs> that was my first step. And this is the first step that I always take whenever something come in, comes in the way mm-hmm. and uh, potentially can, uh, you know, uh, turn me down uh, or slow me down and so on and so forth. Uh, um, I might start to fight a little bit because usually this is, you know, the natural reaction that we have. Oh, this is mine. I want it, you know. <laughs> this is my dream. I want it. Uh, then I remind myself, no, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Just surrender. Go in a state of acceptance. Stay there. Be present. Let things happen. And then in that, from that state of calm, and acceptance and space you will start having you know intuition uh, things that will start to move around in a different way flow or start coming back uh, so yeah that's that's it surrender yeah wonderful we often forget that and it sounds so simple but it does take a lot to be able to sit there and completely surrender and we're always looking for that thing to do. We're always like, what do we do? What do we yeah. do? And and yeah. sometimes it is just simply allowing yourself space and, and giving yourself that yeah. time. Yeah, it's one of yeah. the greatest. Yeah. Things. The being is the most powerful uh, uh, part uh, of our existence, okay? Mm-hmm. If the being doesn't work, uh, the doing is not authentic, is not in alignment, uh, and the having... Uh, what is this? I didn't ask for that. <laughs> Why did I get that? <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there is, there is a, this powerful, uh, uh, it's kind of a, uh, it's not a tool. I, I, I'm, I'm missing the word. Um, process that is actually, um, I, I never remember uh, who created this. So I'm sorry if I do not mention the, the source. But basically, um, every time we wanted to accomplish something, we can start from asking ourselves, uh, who 
should I be in order to get there? And then the second question, then we will, we will, we will answer, you know, and we can answer in different ways. We can just wait for our intuition to suggest something. We can be more aware of the signs that we have around. Uh, uh, yeah. Stuff like that. Then the second step uh, is uh, um, who should I, uh, what should I do? Okay. Okay. So once uh, I have answered the being a question that I can ask myself, uh, the doing question, mm -hmm. and then uh, of course uh, the having question. So if I do this, uh, what am I supposed to have? And when when we have uh, once we have the answer uh, on the uh, having, then we actually can realize uh, if that having. Uh, gives us joy, fulfillment, resonate with us, uh, is, you know, uh, a, um, a new place to start with, to have new things. Uh, so uh, if not, uh, we can reverse engineer the process so we can ask ourselves, so what I actually do want to have, mm -hmm. okay? And then, uh, okay, in order to have exactly that, what am I supposed to, to do? Mm -hmm. And then once I have this answer, Okay, and now who I am supposed to be. Mm. Yeah. And this is a very important process, in my opinion. It's so simple, but it's so powerful because it always go back and forth between the ego state. So basically, the being is made of, you know, the presence, the surrendering, the acknowledgement, and so on and so forth, and also the ego. Because in the being, there is, there is also part of the identity. And when we succeed in surrendering, it's because uh, we, uh, we can fully accept uh, our ego, the good, the bad, and the ugly, whatever it is, uh, and uh, uh, not fight it. Because if we start fighting our ego, it's a never-ending story of uh, fear, tears, uh, you know, uh, sadness, all the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you touched on identity and I think that's a really big part of our lives. We take on this identity of, and I know you mentioned earlier of how we should be or who we should be. And it's really about being able to, like you said, you know, go back to who you are and and who you need to be in order for you to have what you want and and that goes back to your intuition and listening to yourself and tuning in and I think that's something that we have been conditioned to move away from uh would you agree yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely I agree also because uh, uh two words uh, come to mind uh, uh hearing you saying that uh, authenticity and integrity okay mm -hmm. if we do not uh, commit to being authentic and integral, it's a tough journey because yeah. uh, we keep going back and forth uh, uh, between uh, things that are not completely ours. And we and the the risk uh, of getting lost uh, is very, very high. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. And of course, with, with being lost, of course, comes uh, all the... the, the, the you know the the less pleasant feelings yeah. <laughs> that we can have. Yeah. yeah that's certainly true and and in turn you know that's we're talking a lot about 
us as humans, but then that also then impacts our business and the way that we can move forward in that sense as well. It's it's all, you know, correlated in, in with each other. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned, um, and you probably touched on this a little bit in the process that you just spoke about, but you talk about mindset, emotion set, business structure and leadership. Um, yeah. Let's, yeah, talk about, I guess, those four topics a little bit more and, and delve a little bit deeper into those. Yes. So I want to be very um, transparent when I when someone comes to me and they ask uh, to help them with any of the resources that we have available. And so I first I give them a disclaimer of all the stuff that I will not able to provide also on a uh, let's say health level. So sometimes uh, um, I I might forget words because fibromyalgia does that. Sometimes uh, I might be on the sofa instead on the chair because I might be too tired to stand on the chair. So whatever. And uh, another thing that I mentioned is that uh, I am very uh, straightforward. So if you ask me a feedback, uh, of course, I am kind. Of course, I am respectful, but I will never, I will never, ever, ever uh, hide the truth. Uh, that, of course, is a truth that uh, of a person that can see from, from the outside. You can agree or disagree. It's none of my business. And... Uh, a thousand of other people could have a completely different experience than mine. But if you are here in front of me and you ask me what I think, uh, expect that I will tell you what I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. So first there is a disclaimer. Then uh, um, when, I, when I work with uh, female entrepreneurs, uh, they, of course, might be uh, at different stages uh, of their business growth. Some of them, a few of them might be at a starting point, uh, but according to their personality and according to uh, how clear they already are, I might uh, be able to help them, especially if this is something that I, I might have to think a little bit about. For the one-to-one uh, if they haven't been in business for at least a couple of years but this is something that i can do and uh, so i basically um i, I tell them that uh, uh, there could be different percentages uh, of the four things that you mentioned so the mindset the emotion set the business structure that also goes with the strategy and uh, other stuff and uh, and systems and uh, uh, the leadership part that is all about uh, uh, delegation mm-hmm. and vi- visibility. Okay, that is a huge, a huge, a huge stop warning for a lot of entrepreneurs. Okay, mm-hmm. we start with uh, uh, plenty of enthusiasm, and then when it is time to show up. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing this. <laughs> and we come up with a bunch of excuses uh, that sometimes are totally legit, absolutely, but they they be they are they are uh, they are excuses. Uh, even if they are legit, they are excuses in a way or in another. So um, my clients used to say that the the, the highest percentage that I help them with uh, is mindset and emotion set. Mm-hmm. So some, some of them told me um, publicly that it's up to 95%, okay? Because the attitude uh, you can approach your strategy is everything. I mean, 
this is a tool, okay, this is my phone, this is a tool, but if I just stare, this is a tool that costs a thousand euros, but if I just stare at it, it doesn't do anything, okay? Mm-hmm. I have to, to have the skills and I have to be able to relate to this tool in a way that is emotionally um, emotionally acceptable and emotionally empowering. And uh, I have, because for instance, if I know that I might receive a call for someone uh, who scares me to death, uh, I might be scared of the tool as well, you know? <laughs> and at the same time, uh, the mindset uh, is, you know, where the strategy starts, because uh, uh, if we do not have that a specific mindset, uh, uh, so mindset uh, ha- has a uh, uh, different, um, as different uh, uh, chunks uh, of it. Uh, one uh, of them uh, is our thoughts and beliefs. Uh, and when we go into the beliefs part, uh, it's more, you know, the subconscious beliefs, uh, the things that we think uh, are true about ourselves, about the world and so on and so forth. And the other part is more the conscious part where also um, some of the skills, uh, some of the attitudes, behaviors are, uh, can have a, a starting point. Mm. So uh, we need the we need the mindset. If we do not have the mindset, uh, if you are interested in selling shoes uh, and you are listening to this podcast, uh, what's the point? You are not at all engaged. Uh, you are t- telling your friends, "Oh, they are saying bullshit," because you know. Uh, it's it has nothing to do with what you are looking for. Mm. So uh, mindset allows us uh, to uh, um, exactly um, resonate uh, with what is the right audience, uh, the right niche, uh, the right offer, the right strategy, whatever it is uh, that will allow our business to grow. And the other thing about mindset is also uh, that. Um, when we resonate uh, in, in that, let's say, uh, thriving way, um, we can uh, more easily um, attract uh, opportunities uh, that we never thought about. Yeah. For instance, yeah. you know, it's literally an eye-opening experience uh, that, you know, uh, removes uh, the, the veil uh, or removes the... Uh, uh, in Italy, we say the salami slices <laughs> that you might have <laughs> on your eyes in front I of I love the refers back to food. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Italy. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and then uh, after the, the mindset and the emotions that the go, go together, we have uh, the structure. So basically, uh, in order to scale a business, in order to have a business that can easily grow to uh, the um, ambitious uh, marker of 100k per year, we needed to have a business that can uh, actually scale. So mm-hmm. if we do not have a certain kind of configuration mm-hmm. uh, in the strategy, in the system, uh, in the structure of the business, uh, it might be very hard. And when it is hard, uh, um, you know, everything seems to be bigger than it actually is uh, in terms mm-hmm. of difficulties, in terms of uh, <clears throat> um, not uh, having uh, the solution at uh, the moment something comes up, uh, 
So uh, it, it is just uh, to have it, you know. Mm. And uh, and the third thing, yeah, is the leadership. So as I was mentioning, it's about authoritativeness. Mm. So we, we, we wanted to, uh, to be... Uh, seen as authoritative, not and uh, and not uh, as uh, an authority, but as authoritative, uh, in the eyes uh, of those uh, who uh, will become will soon become our rating fans, mm-hmm. and they are of course people who resonate with us, and we resonate with them. Okay, so whenever we see something that really doesn't match our desire. Uh, and we see that in the kind of people we are attracting, we should ask ourselves a couple of questions and wait for the answers. Yeah, amazing. Mentioning around the mindset emotion motion set being about 95%, I always say that we can have the structure laid out in front of us of what our business is going to, to be, systemize it all. But if we haven't dealt with that mindset and that emotion set, then it makes it a lot harder. Is that your experience that once somebody kind of moves through that mindset and emotion set, that business structure component becomes a little bit more easier and a little bit more um, the ability to adapt to that becomes greater? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Some of my clients uh, uh, get to the point that they uh, are, um, once they work on their mindset and emotion set, uh, they really do not recognize the structure that they had in place before we started working together. And they say, what is this? Yeah. It, 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 do, it doesn't belong to me. I, I, I do not relate to that. How is that possible? And so, and this is why I say that it is almost 95% because it's then, it's not me telling them, oh, you should do this and you should do that. Uh, they suddenly realize uh, what they could do differently. Yeah. And then they, again, the uh, new opportunities, uh, things that they read, uh, a book that they read, uh, something they listen on a podcast, uh, uh, hit them in a good way. And they come to me and they tell me, oh, you know what? I think that what I could do here is X, Y, Z. And I'm just there to validate uh, their uh, options uh, and to acknowledge, uh, you know, the, the the step forward that they have uh, made, and um, of course to give them guidance because I have, I don't know, plenty of tools uh, that I can help them with, uh, and a lot of experience uh, from myself from my clients, and so of course I can help them, you know, refine a specific thing and maybe tweak. Uh, a couple of other things in order to have something. And also another thing that they soon realize is that usually when they come uh, to work with me, they have plenty of offers. Like, you know, if you are at the market and you are selling everything, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> it, More it, doesn't help. Better. <laughs> it doesn't help. Kiss, keep it simple, stupid. So, <laughs> um, so what I have them here is to uh, realize that uh, their audience, uh, their niche and their audience uh, just want one and one only thing. Yeah. Once you have identified uh, through a market research uh, done very well, what your niche, uh, what your audience requires, uh, and you know that, a, you can provide that because you have the skills. 
B, you can structure part of your company as hiring someone who can provide the things that your audience requires or a combination of those both, that is the C, then it's done. You know, it's just a matter of packaging something. But again, when you know your audience, um, it's very easy to pack things in a way that resonate with them. And um, we launched uh, uh, a few digital products uh, a couple of months ago, and we literally co-create them with our audience. And of course, we sold them mm-hmm. out. Of course. I mean, it's, it's easy because uh, they were asking us uh, uh, exactly the things that they needed uh, and exactly in the kind of way that they couldn't consume it uh, mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the best way. Mm-hmm. And um, the length, so all the things, uh, and we deliver that. Yeah. And, and that, that, that is very, very easy. Uh, potentially, you can have a business uh, without having uh, any kind of offer, but if you have the audience. So once you have the audience and you know how to relate uh, to them, uh, then you can build a business mm-hmm. much more easily than the other way around, much more easy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the audience is the first thing. So everyone there who is listening, yeah. build an audience <laughs> first. <laughs> and by building an audience, I mean build uh, an email list so that mm. no one can steal you anything. So if yes. uh, every social media yeah. <laughs> crashes, you just have your, uh, uh, you always have your email list uh, and you can rely on that and you can yeah. keep having conversations and nurturing them and giving value and build a relationship with them and so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. It's, it's really true what you say about having an email list away from social media. I think it was the other day, Instagram was down and everyone was freaking out and and I guess in moments like that, it's really important to be able to have access to your audience and not have it on a platform that's somebody else's. So I'm really glad you touched on that. It's um, it's a really important yeah. part. Yeah. And, yes. and also talking about simplifying it down and, and not offering too many things, but also focusing on that component of, you know, like and trust, providing value first. I think a lot of a lot of women, they come and they go, oh, I don't know, like about launching my business and I don't know what to do. And quite often it's just, why don't you just start providing value to begin with and just see where that yeah. goes. Start providing that value, putting things out there and and go from there rather than putting all that pressure on yourself to make an offer and make mm-hmm. sure that it sells. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I have this very nice cameo that I wanted to share with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, I am, I am a very introvert person. It doesn't look like that, but I am a very introvert person. And uh, uh, despite of that fact, uh, I have always, always been very, um, I have always been great in uh, networking and uh, gathering people together and connecting people one to each other. Uh, so I wanted to ex- make an experiment, a social experiment. Uh, at the beginning of this year, it was the 2nd of January, I created a, a, a Facebook community, a Facebook group. Uh, I started uh, inviting people uh, um, in this group uh, the 9th of January. We just hit 3,300 people. Wow. Yeah. 
in nice. 19 weeks yeah. in 19 weeks mm. okay and that's because uh, i have consistently given value yeah consistently given value yeah so there you go uh yeah when when i say something is because uh I have already tasted it. I, I yes. cannot sell you chocolate if I haven't tasted it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, 100%. <laughs> you have spoken about your chronic illness that you have been dealing with. And, you know, there's no, um, obviously for you, it's something that impacts your life. How are you able to continue on? And, and what kind of things do you do for yourself to make sure that you can show up on the days that you are feeling feeling good and not letting that, I guess, take control of your life? Yeah. So many, many years ago, probably 20 years ago, maybe a little bit, 25 years ago, um, I came up with this concept. I thought, uh, who is... Uh, um, who in the world uh, is uh, uh, someone uh, who um, has a, um, a special relationship with their bodies uh, and what do they do to have that? And uh, athlete was the, the, the word that came to mind. Yeah. So I started uh, uh, researching about uh, uh, what athletes uh, do. and. Uh, that were my passion for uh, a healthy um, lifestyle and um, uh, nurturing, so eating uh, healthy, I miss the word. Um, yeah, a healthy eating, a healthy eating lifestyle uh, looks, uh, looks like. And uh, actually one of my first businesses was exactly around that. Hmm. Okay. So I had a vegan school I had a vegan restaurant and I was traveling across uh, northern Italy uh, to cook in someone else's house for a lot of people. They might have, you know, uh, parties or something like that. And they were in something special, something unusual 20 years ago, uh, more than 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago, veganism in Italy was a... Yeah, I could imagine. <laughs> Where planet are you coming from? Excuse me. <laughs> uh, are you pink, purple? Or do you have three eyes? Where's so, the salami? Um, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so, um, and so, uh, I because I wanted to uh, help people to educate people, basically, not just offering them an excellent. Uh, um, experience, a uh, food experience, but also doing this. Then uh, I was delivering conferences, all the things uh, that uh, you can think you could think about. I was doing them, and then um, and that I, I came I came to that because uh, uh, that helped me a lot. And so having fibromyalgia, uh, I have experienced for years uh, before that, uh, before that time, uh, uh, weeks in bed, unable to. I, I was living in a in a villa, and I had. Uh, uh, stairs uh, to go down I had the two floors and uh, oh my gosh when I had to go down those stairs uh, it was so difficult sometimes uh, mm -hmm. and so um, 
yeah, uh, I, I soon realized that I had to do something. And I found out that uh, um, food uh, could be uh, intentional food uh, and uh, not, not just vegan food. I'm, I'm not an advocate for anything special yeah. apart from being intentional. Being intentional means that uh, uh, you should know yourself first mm. and see how you react to XYZ. It could be your environment. It could be people you hang out with. It could be the work you do. It could be uh, the food you eat. It could be uh, the sun uh, or the moon uh, or, uh, you know, the mountains uh, or the sea, whatever. And uh, the clothes that you that you wear, it could literally be anything. So once you know how you react, uh, then you also are uh, have, you know, proofs. You have facts. And when you have facts and you can measure things and then you can change them if you do not have that you are in a mess okay mm -hmm. um so what i did was to start research what kind of food could be beneficial for my body and i also found out that there were the that there were also other things that could be highly beneficial and there were energy techniques so i started to to learn energy techniques different kind of energy techniques that were uh elevating, uh, I don't know if this is the right word, uh, enhancing, yeah, maybe is a more appropriate, my energy mm -hmm. and uh, keeping it more stable uh, uh, at a higher um, uh, vibration mm -hmm. than the low that I was experiencing when I was uh, in bed or when I was looking at the stairs. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> I can't afford this. <laughs> and uh, um yeah, so uh, that's the combination that um, made the whole difference for mm -hmm. me. Uh, healthy food, he again, healthy food means that is healthy for me. It yeah. might not be healthy for you. Okay, yeah. healthy food for me and uh, energy techniques. Uh, mm -hmm. Energy techniques, uh, then uh, I have started uh, teaching them and I have uh, been using them to help my clients as well. Yeah. This is part of the mindset that uh, work that I do with them. So yeah. Yeah. I was just going to mention mindset being a big thing and it, and it's across the board really like when we are struggling with something or whether it's an illness or you know we're going through a rough time we tend to always find that the same things will help us move through that you know mindset healthy lifestyle and and finding the things that work for us and yeah. you know individual to us you know you mentioned like healthy food for you having that intention and yeah so it's always we always forget but it's always the place we come back to yeah absolutely if we do not know ourselves and we change all the time so it's not that you know yourself yourself once uh, yeah. you're not uh, again a uh, phone <laughs> so uh if, if you do not know yourself and keep that relationship going on um then when something happens uh you are off guard what is happening here i don't know okay where do i start who am i because at the end of the day that you know, huge question, who am I, <laughs> always comes up. And uh, if we kept, uh, if we have kept the relationship going, it is much easier to uh, have the tools uh, to ask. Usually, I, this, this is what I do. I do usually ask specific, uh, powerful questions uh, to go back to the, uh, to a point uh, that 
I, I could assume is a starting point for, for that uh, and then build uh, build up from, from there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, but it's important uh, to tailor-made everything, everything. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I was having a conversation today and we were talking about that and we were talking about energy and different energy techniques and we were talking about individualization. You know, everyone's different. What works for you may not work for the next person and what works for somebody else may not work for you. And it's about understanding yourself and and your needs and applying what works for you individually. And so, yeah, Yeah. it's very important. That's very true. Yeah. So in your work with helping women um, scale their businesses, what are some of the, I guess, common challenges or concerns that they come to you with that you help them through and and what's the process of of working through those uh they can come to me with different uh requests but the main one is uh how do i get clients and my answer is uh before asking this question uh, it's imperative that you ask yourself another one where do i get qualified leads because if you do not have qualified leads, uh, yeah, it can happen that one client shows up out of nowhere, but it's n- nothing that you can rely on. Okay, it's not repurposable. It's something that uh, uh, you cannot scale a company just hoping that someone <laughs> will show up out of nowhere. <laughs> so, um, so the question is, uh, how do I get qualified leads? And that's the reason why I created a. a one of my most loved courses that is uh, get qualified leads now. It's mm. very easy. Yep. It's impossible <laughs> not to understand what it is about. Get qualified leads now. Mm. <laughs> and um, it is an amazing course uh, that people love so much uh, and they have so many results. Uh, and uh, it is very, very affordable because, again, I wanted to you know, to put all my 27 years uh, of uh, knowledge uh, uh, in a way that is easily consumable uh, and where I guide you step by step uh, with videos uh, and with uh, presentations uh, and with PDFs and all sorts of things. Anyway, um, and that, that's the first question. Mm-hmm. So uh, how do I get qualified leads? The second question is, uh, um, is my offer working? what is going on i have i so my doubt here is that something is wrong with my offer and so uh how do i fix that and so and there of course we go back to your niche we go back to market research we go back to your ideal client and we go back to your i help statement and again we created a specific course exactly to solve that problem yeah. And then uh, the other thing is uh, I just wanted to scale my business, okay? I am in a place where I already have a consistency of clients coming in. Uh, usually the, those um, these uh, women entrepreneurs are already making uh, 40, 50, 60K per year. And so they just want to accelerate. And so they come to me and they come, it, it depends. Uh, it depends what kind of, so we, we have a business um, audit session, a very, very um, in-depth one. And so we 
we explore all the the, the aspects uh, of uh, uh, what their business uh, um, is, is made of, and we easily see where the red flags are. And once we have the red flags, then we understand if the um, if the accent uh, should be more on the mindset and emotional set and energy sets mm. stuff. Uh, or on the structure or um, strategy or systems uh, or on the visibility and uh, building uh, a team to to scale faster. So uh, once we have those answers, uh, then uh, we choose um, uh, um, how to organize uh, the one-to-one that we are, uh, that we we will have. And this will be very similar to what we will do in the uh, in the group coaching program that we will start soon, uh, the only difference is that uh, it will not be uh, just one to one. So it will be one to many, but it will always be tailor made to specific needs uh, of uh, of the person. So um, it could be when uh, when the mindset thing. Uh, is not so relevant and sometimes it happens so you just need a couple of tweaks uh, what i do is to uh, uh, to offer them uh, the ninja business accelerator instead of being six months longer uh, just two vip days so basically we sit down together uh it could be here in cyprus it can be if they are in Europe, I can fly uh, to their place uh, or uh, we can do that on Zoom, whatever. And we sit down and we strategize and we'll build uh, whatever we need to build. We strategize, uh, we do the systems, uh, we do the structure, uh, we we plan out, uh, we create the game plan for the visibility, for uh, building the team, uh, who should I hire, what am I supposed to do? So I provide them all the things that they need uh, in order to do that. And they usually um, go through one or two weeks of, uh, you know, thinking uh, and letting things sink in. Uh, and then they come back to me for the second session that, again, is a whole day. So two VIP days, but usually uh, with two weeks, uh, so two weeks apart. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. It sounds like you meet people where they are and you're very in-depth in in the work that you do with your clients and 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 where it can go which is amazing and it's interesting that one of the main things that people come to you about is getting leads we often forget that we need to get the leads to be able to get the clients it's not you know we don't just put a post out on social media and hope for the best it's there's a process and a system that we put in place that allows us to create those leads to turn them into clients and, and that's exactly what I talk about in the Get Qualified list now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a universal um, challenge that we all seem to get caught up on and nobody's So if, if, you, if you think uh, in back in the days, but sometimes, of course, it happens nowadays as well. Um, when someone uh, had, I don't know, eggs, okay, they, they were selling eggs and they were going to the market, they were putting all the things uh, uh, out, out there and all those eggs. You do not just stay there, okay, with the eggs. So our posts are the eggs that you show. <laughs> you do not stay there. So it happens that someone uh, can come to you and ask for eggs. But if you look around, uh, you see that there are other 10 people Mm. who sell eggs so what do you do I mm. mean you have to be unique you should have something 
unique uh, that you are able to uh, to transfer through your message uh, to your audience uh, in order to tell them, uh, oh, that's exactly what you might need. And when you when other people say no, it's not something that you have to take personal. Okay, personally, it's something you know. It happens. It happens. I have done so many challenges uh, with my clients, uh, asking them uh, to go out there and come back with at least fifty uh, no. Yeah, fifty no's because I want you to be able uh, to smile whenever the number of no's you are you are having. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so powerful. <laughs> yeah, it is. We 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 fear the word no so much and we do take it personally. We think that they're saying no to us, but they're not. They're just saying no to what we're offering. And you know, if you get a no, at least they're giving you a definitive answer and you can go and move on to the next person and find the client that's going to say yes. So okay. you know, reframing that around to being a gift is is really powerful. Yeah, amazing. I think this is a great place to to tie off here. With all of the programs and everything that you've mentioned, where can people find you to, you know, soak up more of your goodness? Yes. Uh, so if you go on my website, uh, that is uh, www.luisaferrario.com. It's very easy to remember. Yeah. Uh, you will find uh, in the free resources uh, a module uh, that um, is called uh, Awesome Business Vibes. And that's the name of our weekly newsletter where we convey a lot of you know, value, uh, also offers. So I do not want to be you know, ashamed because we offer something. I mean, if, if you are interested in what we do, you are also interested in what we offer. Yeah. And, uh, um, but also a lot of connections. Uh, and sometimes uh, I... Um, uh, I uh, also offer, uh, for instance, freebies uh, from other professionals. So we, we swap and uh, especially when we have a similar audience. So this is the first place where you can find me. And so when you are on my website, you can also see the how you can work with me and you can see all the free resources that are actually amazing. Yeah. And uh, um, and then, uh, um, or you can come to the Wealthier Women community, uh, uh, sorry, the Wealthier Women Entrepreneurs community on Facebook. Uh, and I'm basically there every day, mm. also on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> amazing. And I'll put all of the links in the show notes so people can pop over there and, and Thank you. find you through there as well. Well, thank yeah. you so much for the chat today. And just to finish off, I have one final question for you. What does embodiment mean to you? So embodiment means that uh, uh, you um, uh, represent uh, at a DNA level, I would say, <laughs> something <laughs> or someone, okay? So I can be the embodiment of... Uh, uh, a successful entrepreneur, or I can be the embodiment of uh, uh, love. I can be the embodiment of abundance. I can also be the embodiment uh, or scarcity. I mean, it, you can be the embodiment of anything. Yeah. So that's what embodiment yeah. uh, what embodiment means to me. Yeah. Amazing. It's always a full spectrum of the answers that I get. It's always <laughs> amazing. Well, thank you for this chat. Has been really powerful and you know, hearing your story and 
how you have been able to really, you know, exceed any limitations and blocks that have been thrown your way is just absolutely phenomenal. And I know that a lot of women would be able to get a lot of inspiration from you and your story. So thank you again for being so open and vulnerable and, and really providing us with your experience and wisdom in this call. It has been absolutely amazing. So thank you so much. Thank you. Such a pleasure for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed having it. I appreciate Louise's vulnerability in sharing her story. Her strength in rebuilding from her rock bottom is an inspiration and a reminder to us all that our past never needs to dictate our future. And when we reclaim our power, we allow exponential possibility and opportunity into our lives. All of the links mentioned are in the show notes, so be sure to check them out. To let me know how much you loved this episode, be sure to leave a review and share it with everyone you know. And remember, when we embody all of who we are, we create the ripple effect, and that is where true impact permeates the world around us.